Welcome back to the VSP, that's the Video Selling Podcast. I am your host, Rob Rashute, and I also have my co-host with me, Kyle Patel. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, everyone. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Doing good. We're doing good. We have, um, this is our 10th episode, so we decided to change it up a little bit. First time that we're not going to have a guest. So it's just Kyle and myself. And um, I guess we're gonna we're gonna talk about ourselves a little bit. We're gonna talk about um, we're gonna ask each other questions. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. I should ask you our rapid fire questions at the end, and you can ask Ooh. me too. Love it. I haven't really thought of a witty answer, so maybe I'll think of one while we're recording here. All right. So yeah, home show basically. Uh, you know, we want to kind of celebrate making it to 10 episodes and, you know, thank anyone that's been listening. Um, thank our guests that we've had on and we've got a couple more guests kind of lined up um, for this summer. So we're super excited about that. But, you know, the idea was to, to jump on here and kind of talk about our experience with video. Obviously, we both work at One Mob, so we kind of want to talk about how we, you know, landed here. Kyle's kind of been here since, um, you know, almost the first day of One Mob, and I'm newer to One Mob, uh, but I was a user before that. So uh, that's what you're in for today. So let's kick it off, Kyle. Let's start off with, um, you know, how did you start using video? And I guess I can kind of pose that question as: Was it after you started working at One Mob, or did it all kind of come together at One Mob? Yeah, good question. So I'll maybe even take you back as to like how I started with one mob and start you there. Because uh, I think it even leads into how I got into video a little bit. But um, it all started with just me moving from Chicago to California. <laughs> I was uh, working with a, a friend at the time at the Apple store. And we decided to we had, we had finished college, I had finished college. And you know, I was just kind of thinking about when, what's next. And um, I'd always loved technology. I think at the time there was like 60,000 apps on the app store. Um, I remember the sign we put in the front of the store when we opened it, uh, the Apple store there. Uh, so things were just kind of taken off. Um, you know, I think uh, even when I left though, there was probably about 200 or something thousand apps. So it really materialized. And so um, my uh, uh, then friend and I, we had raised some money and thought of an idea and actually just got in his car and moved to California to San Francisco to try to start this startup, this tech startup um, and try to- Modern day dream. gold rush. <laughs> yeah, and try to try to live that dream. That was in 2011. Um, anyways, needless to say that didn't really work out. Um, and uh, I, I ended up, uh, but it, it got me out there. Uh, it got me into the scene, into the kind of tech world, if you will. Um, uh, I met some great folks out there. And uh, then I ended up actually taking a, job at a SaaS company, um, which is where I met Namesh. Uh, so one of the founders of OneMob. So that's actually where our relationship began. And we, uh, you know, started, I kind of just started talking to him about different ideas I had about mobile because I was in mobile space before that with my, uh, with my startup that I had tried myself. And he was doing some really cool things at that company with mobile and acquisitions that they were doing. And um, so we had some really fun conversations and uh, you know, we both ended up kind of leaving that company around the same time. And that's when he had started one mob with Sethi um, right after that. And so it just kind of lined up uh, really um, where I had this kind of relationship with the mesh and, he was starting a new company, and so he asked me to join. They started the company in January of 2014, uh, June, sorry, June of 2014, 
June 1st, the company was started and I joined June uh, 15th uh, uh, in that same year. So uh, that's really where my starting to video happened though. I didn't have much experience on camera or video or anything, but I came in to uh, kind of jumpstart sales. And uh, so I was doing a lot of videos like right from the start. I mean, I just had to like literally get in, turn on the camera and start making videos, not just because it was a good idea, but because we were selling video. So um, literally just had to get in and turn on the camera. It was scary, man. Um, I, <laughs> I was going to say, do you I, remember the first video I you do. made? I do. Uh, all that backstory to lead up to it, but I really do. And so I feel for a lot of folks who, you know, first turn on the camera and it's really different. Like I consider myself a pretty social person. Uh, anyone who's ever met me knows I, you know, don't stop talking very often. I, I love to talk to people. And um, so I feel like I'm a, I'm a relatively, you know, social person and, and, and can converse with folks, but that camera turned on and it was like all of a sudden, like, like the, the, just like the energy and everything drained out of my body. And I was like, what do I do? Right. Like blank stare at the screen. Um, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, and, you know, we didn't have things like the script back then. So, you know, we were winging it. I was recording in to start in Nimesh's bedroom because we started the company out of Nimesh's condo in downtown San Francisco. And so I was literally in like the founder's bedroom, like, you know, stacking boxes in his room, making sure I don't knock anything over and like mess his room up. Um, and like recording these videos trying to fall fall find like the good angle that only showed like the wall right and not like his bed in the back or something um <laughs> so man like you know it was it was uh it was definitely a, a, a not nerve-wracking but you know it was uh a little definitely different um and so i think the thing that made me just comfortable though was just those after those first few takes right like just doing it a few times, watching it. I would show it the video to my, you know, uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife. Um, I would show it to, you know, my parents, my brother, my friends. And I just said like, hey, what do you guys think? And nobody laughed, right? Like I thought it might look silly or my, I guess my fear maybe was that I didn't sound good or, you know, whatever it was, but nobody laughed at it, right? I got some good constructive feedback. Um, I think we're just harder judges on ourselves. Uh, than than others right um so they were better than i had thought when i started to actually show them to people and say like hey what do you guys think right or even so at the end the mesh at the time right hey what do you guys think about this video or start to get feedback from people i was sending it to um so i think once you start doing it and you start showing it to people and you start to realize hey i'm not as bad as i think i am in my own head um and then just getting those first few takes done uh so you kind of get the idea of what it feels like. Um, that's really what helped me become comfortable. So the first few times are, you know, they're going to be a little bit harder for some folks, but uh, it gets easier a lot quicker. Like I've been trying to learn golf for the same amount of time and I still stick. I swear. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of a, a learning curve there to, to making videos, especially if you're new to it. Um, and, you know, it goes back to kind of like what you were saying, like you're, you're your own biggest critic, right? You know, you go yeah. show this to someone in your family and 
you know, someone that you work with, they're going to be like, wow, that's really cool. Most of the time, you know, unless you completely botch the video, but usually right. you don't like that's, that's right. one of the things that I like about video is like, all right, well, I screw up. I fumble over my words. Um, I can always, you know, go with it or I can just hit that X button and just kind of restart. And, you know, I always tell people that are getting started, like, don't get frustrated because every time you have, you kind of run through that take, even if it's super frustrating because you mess up one word or you mess up at the end or you just don't like how you sound like you get better at that delivery every take that you make so you, you're going to end up with with something good um, yeah. but that's funny I, I i didn't know that your first kind of like soiree into video was actually your first one mile video does do we have that on record is that still in the one mile <laughs> sure. archives because we I'm well sure i will post there. that out on our linkedin today <laughs> uh-oh i'm gonna need to lock uh, rob's license now uh, <laughs> I, i'm sure it's in there somewhere man there's thousands of videos in there <laughs> Let's find that. Let's find that. Cause I'll post mine. I'll post my first one. All right, I'll try video. to find mine. And I know I saved some, uh, like uh, blooper reels too back in the day. So we'll have to dig those up as well. You know, I, I kind of wish we had like a outtake button where I could keep some of my, my bloopers. Although I will say, I think most of my bloopers just end in me cursing <laughs> and just hitting that's, the stop button. That's, that's all mine too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, what, what did I just say? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it gets easier as you go. Uh, I can even kind of think back to my first video. And, um, you know, I was working for, I can just say, because I think a lot of people know, uh, I was working for, for Cisco and I started making videos for Cisco. And actually, I was starting to make videos in some capacity before I was doing them for work. I had kind of stumbled upon a, a hobby that I have still in animation. And I started doing these little animations and, you know, I posted one online and, you know, all of a sudden a thousand people looked at it. And it was just this short 30 second little sports related animation. And, and that kind of opened my eyes. I was like, wow, like that, that's crazy how I can just put out this little animation. My first animation, very, very basic compared to like some of the stuff that I do now, which is still basic stuff. Um, and it can get a thousand views and a bunch of likes and a bunch of comments. And all of a sudden kind of shines a light on what I'm doing and kind of built up an audience really quickly with just kind of putting out these little short animations. Um, and then, you know, I was trying to think like I was working on that at night and animations, like something that does take a lot of time. Um, I was just trying to think, you know, I have like this new skill that people are reacting to and, you know, how do I take this into my career? Um, and at the time I was, you know, essentially kind of a channel or partner account manager. And, you know, I had hundreds of partners that I was covering. So I needed a way to scale those partners. So I started to think like, you know, this is how I use video, not necessarily animation, but you know, if I can start to do some how to videos or some walkthroughs, I can then send these, you know, customers or partners that I'm working with to this VOD site where they can kind of get the answers for themselves. And then, you know, I wouldn't have to be on uh, conference calls with them nonstop kind of explaining this stuff. So that was kind of like my vision. And I talk about that a lot. If I do, if I did training with your company for one mob, I talk a lot about, you know, use cases and really kind of understanding 
um, how, how it is you're going to use one mob or how it is you're going to use video. Because if you don't kind of have that mapped out in your head, it makes it tremendously difficult to make a video. Cause you know, you don't really have that direction. So I was yeah. kind of lucky to have that direction and, and I didn't even really know what one mob was at that time. So I, you know, had this idea of kind of doing this rogue YouTube page, which <laughs> wasn't allowed at a big enterprise corporation that I was working at. So you know, tried to stay away from that. And then kind of got lucky um, that I saw one of our super users um, videos on um, LinkedIn. And we can give Rachel Nesbaum a, a shout out. But I saw her video and that's what led to me reaching out to one mob and figuring out how I can get access to it. And then the rest was history. I started off just making kind of one or two how to videos a month before I knew it, I had a nice little database and uh, it became really popular at the organization I was with because they were videos that really anyone could use. Um, so that that's kind of how it started for me, but I remember making that first video. So my first one mob video was actually, me with a Wayne's World hat on. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned you've seen video, it. You've seen it. I'll here. post go it. Go ahead. It's no, still, go ahead. It's still live. Yep. Um, so it's me with a, a Wayne's World hat on. And here's the backstory to this. The, I'm using a gigantic, like, professional recording camera. I, I'm friends <laughs> with this guy named Ian. He used to play professional football. Um, I'd met him. He saw some of the animations I was doing and he's like, Hey, I got this camera. Like, what can we do with it? So I take the camera, start messing around with it. This thing's like a heavy duty professional recording camera. So I'm like, I'm going to use this camera. So I set it up in my office. I've got this big camera just staring right at me. And you know, it took me a, a few takes to, to do that Wayne's world video. And basically the Wayne's world video, I call it that, but I was just wearing a Wayne's world hat and I was just kind of trying to explain what my page was. This was going to be like my featured video at the top of my page to kind of give people like, you know, an idea of, of what this is. Cause you know, a lot of times when you send out videos or, or one mobs to people, it's, it's kind of new to them, like the landing page and the different aspects to it. So I wanted to kind of do this short video introducing myself and, um, and uh, just, letting people know kind of what this resource was and, you know, letting them know they can reach out to me and how to get a hold of me and what they want to see next. Um, and that video became pretty popular within the organization that I was in just because it was kind of the header to my how-to videos. And it was a little bit different. It was, you know, not, I wouldn't say it's completely professional video, but you can kind of get a little bit of a grasp of my personality, which I think kind of helps yep. build relationships with people and kind of humanizes the video and just the backstory of the whole Wayne's world thing earlier that year for Halloween, I was Wayne and my wife was Garth for Halloween. <laughs> so I, I had a Wayne's world hat and uh, you guys are lucky. I didn't put on the wigs. <laughs> I wish you did. Before. Do you, I, so I, it's so funny. You mentioned that, that, that video specifically, because um, I remember getting, seeing that video, like someone sent it to me and said, Hey, you know, this is what folks do. Cause I was also kind of uh, managing the Cisco account at that time um, uh, for us on, on the one mob side. And uh, I remember that uh, uh, I had gotten the video of like, cause I was asking for use cases, right. As more so from like a CS standpoint, but you know, I get your video and for, I don't even know how long, man, for months, probably you were just a Wayne's world guy. <laughs> like that's what i called you 
<laughs> lovingly, like in a very, you know, in, in a good way, but like that to your point about building a brand and, you know, letting your personality shine through, like in a very good way, you, that video like stuck in my mind. I mean, of the hundreds and thousands of, of folks at the company that use our product and that I talked to, um, like your video stood out in my mind for so long that even when you got ended up working at one mob, um, like it was still in my mind. I still think about that video, man. Um, so that's just the power of that video can have for branding. I, I totally agree with you. Like, I think that was a spot on example of like using video to, you know, inject a little bit of your personality in the professional space, still keep it professional, but, um, you know, build your personal brand. And I, I think that video was spot on for that reason, man. So that was a really yeah. good video. I'm, I'm a big believer in the, the personal branding. And I think that, you know, is a great way to use video. Um, you know, you don't need a, a cool nickname like one mob Rob or, um, you know, <laughs> you don't, so I've always have one. I've always had, do you remember the, the nickname from, uh, that video? Like, I think I mentioned, you know, what, what I was kind of known at Cisco at, and even at my previous job, uh, my nickname, do you remember? What, what was it? No, I don't. It was shooter, like shooter, shooter McAdam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, uh, one of my one of my first jobs, my my boss, uh, Tina Bellin. Um, my last name is Rashut, so I don't know if she like didn't like to say Rashut, but she ended up just calling me Shooter. So everyone at that <laughs> company called me Shooter, and then it kind of carried over to the next job. And, um, I don't know, I, I guess it was easier for people to say than, than Rob. <laughs> and then, and then the funny part is when I jumped over to, to one mob, you know, I just became one mob Rob. <laughs> That's so funny. Were, were you nervous at all getting on camera for that first time? You know, like the Wayne's world video, or I know you did some videos before that animation wise. Um, like, were you nervous actually turning on the camera and having a face you? Yeah, I actually don't like being on camera that much. I'm definitely, I, I feel like I'm more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. Like I, I love <laughs> editing videos. I've done a couple of, of edits for, for one mob and even some of our customers just kind of helping them out. But I, I like kind of the, the creation process. I'm more like the behind the scenes talent. <laughs> um, even uh, even when I, I sometimes will stream on um, on Twitch when I'm when I'm kind of having downtime and, and getting on Xbox, I'll sometimes stream and I even kind of put up like some of my animations on there, which is really cool because it maps my face and my lips and my voice to like my animated characters that I've created. So oh, I don't know. I, I, I prefer that. I don't know if it's just like kind of like the cool technology or if I just don't want to be on camera, but you know, a lot of people, I guess, might be surprised that, you know, I, I, I'm more of a behind the scenes. I like kind of putting stuff together in the production side of it um, way more than I like being on camera. But I, I totally understand kind of the, the value of being on camera, even if you're, you know, I just mentioned Twitch and streaming on there. If if you stream on Twitch and you have your camera on, you're, you're going to get way more people that, you know, come check out your stream, come talk to you. I'm I, um talked to someone from Canada last night when I was streaming that I had talked to before when I was streaming a lot more in the past. Um, and we, you know, reconnected and then I, I met someone new from Nebraska and, you know, last night I actually did have my camera on and uh, it does just make a connection. You know, when you do have that, that face on camera, it just kind of humanizes you, I guess. Um, 
and, yeah. and really kind of, I always, you know, bring it back to helping build relationships, which I think is important in almost anyone's role. Definitely, man. Definitely. So then what, what made you, so you're, you're like behind the scenes. So I'm curious, you did this, you know, shooter video, uh, the, or sorry, the Wayne's World video, shooter video. All your videos are shooter videos because you're shooter. Um, but uh, you did the Wayne's World video. Like what kept, what kept you going then? Like what made you want to do more videos like with yourself on camera? Because I've seen a ton of your videos, right? Even at uh, uh, the training videos and stuff, you would always have your camera on, I felt like, to, to still have that on. Was it just because you saw the results? Like what kept you to keep doing it? Right. And then let alone like go try and work for a company where you knew you'd have to do this every day. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know what it was that made me keep that on. Cause I really didn't have to, for my use case, it was really about, you know, those how to videos and, and I didn't have to have my camera on, but I'm glad I did because all of a sudden, like everyone knew who I was. Um, and you know, it actually resulted in me kind of getting moved up, uh, into a, a leadership role. I, I totally credit, you know, one mob and, and video for that as part of that. Um, and, and then the other thing was like, you know, I used to go to kind of our East coast headquarters, you know, a couple times a year. And well, before when I was going to visit them, like nobody really knew who I was. Um, that was before videos. Um, once I started doing these videos, it was like, I'd go there a more often because people wanted to kind of talk to me in person. Um, but I'd, I'd also walk in there and be like, people would want to bring me to lunch. Like I was getting free lunches out of it because <laughs> they were, they were taking my videos and, and they were using them themselves. They were saying, Hey, I love these That's videos. Awesome. Um, in fact, a lot of people were like, Hey, can you, um, can you kind of like blur out your, your title? Cause I think I mentioned one of our distributors that I was covering, uh, in there. And I know other kind of distributors wanted to use that video. So um, I'm glad I had the video on and, and I do realize kind of the importance of it. I think, you know, with, with some of the, the videos that I've been doing lately for, for one mob, I think I've just been turning that camera off for, for a couple reasons. Um, you know, one, I'm doing a lot of them early in the morning or even sometimes late at night. So, um, you know, I'm not maybe dressed appropriately or, you know, more likely with my COVID haircut that I have not gotten yet. My hair is just like a mess. So I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's just easier if you're doing a walkthrough. I don't think you always need that, that face there. Um, I think most people that are working with mom, one mob know, you know, who one mob Rob is and they, they know how to get a hold of me. So I don't feel kind of like I, I need to expand that brand as much, but you know, the, the value there of, of turning that camera on is totally like the, the branding aspect of it, knowing where this came from, building relationships and, and just showing people that, you know, Hey, I'm a real person that you're working with and, you know, I want to work with you and help you out and hopefully you can help me out in return. Definitely, man. I love that you said about the, like when you went on site, I hear that a lot from folks. And uh, uh, even if I could share the story about when you first got to one mob, like I remember, I think the first time I met you and even maybe something met you in person, we were, we were in uh, Chicago for ALSD last year. Um, and you had been working at one mob for a few months already. We, we were all remote by then. Like I had moved back to Chicago, which is where I am now. Something to measure in San Francisco, you're in Tampa. So we were already remote and I hadn't met you in person, right? When you first started, like you started in December, all right? Uh, 2018, yeah. January. January, 2019. Yeah. So, um, I hadn't really met you. And then we get to this conference. It was what in April or May or something like that. Um, yeah. 
And I think for probably the first few hours, like it didn't, we didn't, it wasn't like the first time we had met. I felt like we already knew each other because we had seen each other on video so much. You know, we had used like WebEx or Zoom or whatever to do comp or, you know, work meetings uh, quite a few times. I had seen you on video from Cisco, right? From before when you were Wayne. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, like, I just, and I remember talking to you about it though and saying like, Rob, like it's weird. Like it doesn't feel like we're meeting for the first time. It feels like we already know each other, right? And it's because I think we had seen each other on video so much that it was literally, it literally felt like we knew each other. And I think that's what happened also when you went on site, right? To, uh, and folks had seen your videos. And I hear this from sellers all the time. Like when they send a video before they go to an onsite, they get to the onsite and then people will be like, hey, it's Rob, right? From the video. Hey, how you doing? Hey, right? Versus getting there and everyone's seeing you for the first time. I think that's so powerful, man. And just seeing it unfold how it did even at One Mob, like working with you for a few months and having never seen you in real life. And then, have, and then we actually met and it didn't feel like it was our first time meeting. Um, it, it was really powerful, actually, like uh, really proved to me the, the impact that video can have. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, there's some practical uses to that. Obviously, you know, right now it, we're recording this on June 10th. So we're still kind of not not in the clear with all the COVID stuff. And, you know, I think we'll kind of be in the same situation for the rest of 2020. But, you know, as you start to kind of go back to live events, like it, it's such a different, you know, introduction when you've got videos out there and, you know, people come up to you and say, Hey, it's one mob Rob. Like I, I always have people even just email me like, Hey, it's one mob Rob. And it does like, I don't know. I, I think it, I swear it's just like seeing, like seeing people's faces, I guess. Mm -hmm. It really kind of makes you feel like, Oh, I know that person. And, you know, not to take it back to like, you know, a non-business aspect, but I think some people should kind of consider this when you consider using video or even, you know, our platform is you look at, like I mentioned Twitch and, you know, I know a lot of people aren't that into Twitch, but like kids are like, and I'm, I say kids, but like, I'm talking like 30 under. Um, Twitch is, there's a lot of people on Twitch at all times a day. Um, and then YouTube, right? YouTube's huge, but you know, a lot of these people that have huge, like million people's millions of people following them on YouTube, they weren't like professionally trained, you know, video creators. They just picked up a camera and, you know, started making videos and they, they build these communities of people that, like I said, can get to like a million people. And it really becomes this thing where like, oh, like my friend just posted a video. Let me go check it out. Let me like it. Let me comment on it. The same thing with Twitch. You know, when you, when you see someone that you follow goes online, you go in there and you talk to them and you interact with them and you kind of built up this, this friendship and community. And, you know, I think there's a lot to say that about like video and, and what it can do to kind of build, you know, not just your brand, but build those relationships and, you know, everything that kind of comes along with that. So it, it's pretty amazing to kind of see a lot of that stuff. Um, and just to, to kind of go back to Twitch before I started at one mob, it was probably like six months. That's when I started kind of, you know, checking out Twitch and it started out as an experiment to see if I could do these like animated characters on there, um, which I could, but it was, it's, it's really kind of difficult to do. Um, 
but it was amazing like when I first got on there just to see like all right first time I had like a few people in there second time I had like 10 people in there third time I had like 80 people in there and it was just like it was just amazing to kind of see that happen um and then just to wrap that up I I kind of gave up on the twitch thing because to be like a pro uh, streamer, you have to like do it every single day. And I just, <laughs> just don't have the, the passion, I guess, to play video games that much. You're, it's a bad example you were setting for your son. How are you going to tell him not to play every day if you're doing it? <laughs> well, it, it's, it's funny you say that because I remember when I, I used to really be into video games, I'm really not as much anymore. But like when I was a kid, um, you know, my mom was always telling me to like get off the video games and, you know, you're never going to have a future with playing video games. And, you know, if I look back and, and really kept making video games and maybe even started making videos about those video games, that, that could have been my career. could have been so, Ninja, man. Ninja could have been. Ninja. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm always kind of like treading the line with my son who's, who's going to be 13 this year obviously, you know, loves video games and big Fortnite kid, like most kids are. And, you know, I want him to go play outside and, and do things <laughs> that normal kids do. Well, I guess normal kids play Fortnite these days. But it's almost <laughs> like, you know, am I am I taking away from like something that he could do great someday? Like he could, you know, you can be a professional gamer. now. you can be a professional game streamer. It can lead to other things. So I'm always kind of like thinking, like, should I should I let him do this more and, and figure out like his passion and how he can, you know, make this into something, uh, some sort of career, or do I need to give him a reality check and, you know, go send him outside and to play like I used to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew we were going to get off. Topic I, don't know the answer. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that one, but, uh, but that's a, a conversation for a different podcast. Maybe we'll have to get some other parents on here to help you out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we um, turned this into parenting yeah, <laughs> conversation. Right? Hey, who knows where it was going to go, right? This is just you and me talking and recording it. So, uh, but what I wanted to ask you too was, and you mentioned kind of professional. So this is kind of a good segue was like, what other use cases or videos have like you used or where else have you used video maybe in the professional world? at one mob otherwise um or, or maybe ones that you want to highlight that you've seen other people like what are some of your favorite use cases you've seen from video yeah i've always been kind of the the how-to guy um you know i, I know prospecting is a big use case posting the linkedin's another one the ones that i've liked recently and, and you and i were kind of experimenting with with options with this yesterday but ever since kind of COVID hit, I've had, you know, a lot of questions and you have too about, you know, how do I make this video uh, with one mob, but how do I make it like an interview? Like I want to, you know, have both of us on camera, talk back and forth. And, you know, with one mobs, you know, natural native recorders, you, you kind of have to be in the same room for that. So that's not COVID friendly. That's not social distance friendly. Um, <laughs> So a lot of people have reached out with, you know, how do I do this? And my go-to has, has been, you know, use WebEx, use Zoom, use your video conferencing software. And most of those allow you to record those videos. And, you know, depending on which one you use, there's some different settings as Kyle and I were discovering yesterday that make this a better recording. But 
you know, I like that right now because what I can do is you can even set up like a video podcast and use, you know, a one mob page to host it. I haven't really seen anyone do that. I've seen people post podcasts to one mob, which is an interesting one. Um, but I haven't really seen people do that. I know I'm working with somebody that is doing kind of a interview series with people at her organization. So she's talking to this person, introducing them and, and having them talk about like what their role is. So people understand kind of what they do and, you know, when to reach out to this person and, and that kind of stuff. So I'm helping her with that. I think that's going to be an interesting one, but I do like this concept of, you know, an interview style, especially leveraging tools like WebEx and, and Zoom to, to be able to do that. Cause all you have to do is hit record on your video conference, get that recording, download it, and then upload it into OneMob. Um, a little bit different from our typical OneMob because these are going to be a little bit longer videos. But I, I think there's there's value in those if if you've got some some good messaging. Very what about cool. you? Yeah, I like that. Um, Man, uh, my favorite, some of my favorite use cases that I've done and even seen have actually revolved around prospecting. Now that I think about it, like the kind of fun ones where I felt like it had a really big impact, like it, for that video's purpose. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, when you when you're prospecting and you know this having done it, you know you find a good company, you find the right person you think you want to reach out to. You think, hey, this is going to be a great fit. This person is like the perfect role for me to reach out to. That's the easy part, right? You can find all that info on LinkedIn and wherever for the most part, right? Um, the challenge is how do you then make a connection with that person, right? How do you get on their radar? How do you, uh, you know, get them to actually even like listen to you, right? Or open your email or whatever it is. Uh, how do you start that conversation? And that's where I've had the most fun with video personally. So like one example is, you know, I'm doing some prospecting. I see that somebody I'm connected with that uh, is at a company that uses OneMob uh, went to a different company, a large company, and into a role that was on like their digital sales kind of tools team, right? So what I did was, and we had just come out with the green screen feature. So I went to her LinkedIn, took a screenshot of her LinkedIn profile uh, with you know her title and everything. And then I used that as my green screen background. And I just sent a video and said, you know, hey, I saw that, you know, through LinkedIn, you moved over to XYZ company, um, wanted to reach out because, you know, you were using one mob at your last company. I thought it might be useful at this new one, so on and so forth. She reached out like right away and she's like, oh my God, how did you, you know, stand in front of my LinkedIn profile? But like, that's what caught her eye right away and like created that instant connection that in the first few seconds of her opening my email that she then, you know, clicked and actually watched my video and consumed the information. But I really feel that if I hadn't have done that right from, she may have just passed my email, right. And just gone yeah. on. But it was like literally the, within that first one second um, of doing that. Uh, and I've done that quite a few times, right. We're like, we have a lot of sports customers. So some of our sports customers will like make a video and stand inside their arenas and send it to them. They're like, Oh my God, how did you do that? Are you in our building? I'm like, no, I'm definitely not in your building right now. Um, but it, it, it's like that instant connection. We've seen customers use props, right? Like from their alma maters, they wear their hats. If they're from the same alma mater as the person they're reaching out to, you know, the wear like whatever college or university it is. And that instant like connection that you can only do on video, right? Um, is, is I think really cool. 
The other one related to that, and then uh, we can move on, but I love this story too, was I saw somebody who they would, um, for prospecting, uh, if they were like out and about, and this person sold like a fleet software to like, you know, um, fleets of vehicles. So if you have a bunch, if you're a business that has a bunch of trucks, you know, that your workers use, they sell like the GPS tracking for it. So if he was out and he saw like a work truck, he would just take a picture of that work truck, wherever it was, parked in a parking lot, it didn't matter. And then he would use that as his green screen background when he reached out to the company. So he'd take a picture of the truck and then use stand in front of the truck essentially on the green screen when he got back to the office and he'd say like, hey, XYZ company, I saw that you had this truck. You know, I was whatever doing my errands and, and caught a, uh, uh, saw this truck out there and was wondering, are you guys tracking them? Like, do you know if they're stolen, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and that's how he would get a bunch of conversations started. So uh, that was another one I thought was really cool that again, you can really only do on video. Um, in that way uh but you can't even do on text so i I've, I've had a lot of fun with like the prospecting use case and using it to just make that initial connection with somebody yeah and you bring up some good points you know videos not going to be like the silver bullet that's going to solve all your problems and and help you hit all your goals will it help you hit goals yeah absolutely but you know it, it's not like you can send a video and and just be done with it you do have to put the thought behind it of, you know, who am I targeting? What's going to get their attention? Mm -hmm. Think about what that screenshot's going to be. If you're going to use one mob and, and use a watermark, you know, what are you, what watermark are you going to use? Because A, you've got to get them to open your email. So you got to have a good subject line. B, you've got to, once they open that, not have too long of a message, but also not too short of a message because you really want them to go to your one mob video and, and landing page. Um, and that's where that thumbnail comes into play. Like, you know, putting, like you said, a Facebook or sorry, not Facebook, a LinkedIn profile. I guess you could do Facebook too, but <laughs> a LinkedIn profile, a, you know, company's website, just a screenshot takes you about, you know, 30 seconds to do upload that as your green screen image that can make a huge difference. I, I always yeah. tell people if somebody sends me something with my name on it, or, or maybe my logo, something that, you know, I, I strongly identify with, there's no way I'm not going to click on that. And obviously you need them to click on that. And then there's kind of an extra part to that, right? Like when you get them to that page and, and your video plays, you've really got the first 10 seconds of that video to kind of capture, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to, to kind of sell to them mm -hmm. or, or whatever mm -hmm. kind of your use case is. So you've really got to kind of get to the point really quickly or else you're going to lose people. Cause you know, I think yeah. there's a quote out there that, um, you know, humans, uh, they're, um, I'm losing my train of thought here, but their, their reaction to things, their attention span. Thank you. Their I attention you. span is like, you know, I, I want to say like eight seconds now yeah. it might be less. So if you think about it in that terms, like you've got, eight seconds to keep them watching this video, or maybe your, your purpose is to get them to check out your, your presentation below your PowerPoint below. So all those things, you know, you've got to consider that when you're making these videos, you can't just send out a video um, and just expect, you know, everything to happen with that. You really should put some thought in between that. And, you know, like we said in previous episodes, I think with Paul Stewart, um, you know, when you, when you put a little extra and with his case, it was editing in it, you'll get out a little extra as well. 
So I want people to kind of consider that and, and really think like you got to, I always say reverse engineer it. Who am I sending this to? What are they going to react to? Yeah. Um, and just to give a shout out, you know, one of the cool videos and, you know, she consistently does good videos and, you know, we'll have to give Paul a shout out because I believe Paul helps kind of produce a lot of these. But Betsy, um, one of our users just does a really great job. And, and you know, I, I believe she gets a little help from from Paul in the editing department, which is really great. But like what I like about Betsy is super creative things that she does. In fact, we should we should get her on one of these episodes. Um, and she just lets her guard down. She she is just authentic. She's herself. You can tell in the videos and it shines through. And I'm just kind of scrolling through LinkedIn here. It looks like she posted a, a one mob video um, four days ago. And I'm just looking at the first comment. And the first comment is way to use the power of video to reach your clients, Betsy. And like, that's, that's what it's all about right there. She's got, you know, a bunch of, you know, likes and interactions on here. And, and really that's what, you know, to me, it's all about is, um, you know, being authentic, being yourself. Um, you know, we kind of debate internally about the, the one mob script feature, right? Because, you know, I think you and I are on the same page about scripts kind of sometimes making things a little stiff. Like when you got to go by that script, it's, it's not like how I would naturally talk to you. Right. So, you know, we're on yeah. the fence as far as like, you know, how scripts should be used and like, um, you know, should there be some leeway in scripts or, you know, should you just kind of not use a script and, and just talk from, from the heart, I guess I could say. Yeah. Um, I like to use the hybrid approach. Like I'll, I've started to like, just write like bullet points on my scripts. So I stay on track still, right. And like cover the major things I need to, but I provide my own fillers, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And, and we do suggest to um, new companies when you use the script, like, you know, by all means at first use the script, cause it's just going to help you, you know, crank totally. out that first video. But as yeah. you get going and, and you'll see it when you, when you read a script, it, it looks a little bit different. I suck at it. You can tell I'm reading every single time. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I don't really use them. And I do kind of, I do kind of use it, like you said, just to kind of outline my thoughts to keep me on track and, you know, hit the bullet points that I want to hit. Um, but you know, I, I do, you know, urge any of our listeners out there, if you're using scripts, you know, you know, maybe try to bullet point, maybe try to outline it, but I think you'll, you'll get better at this if you just kind of go off script and just be yourself. And I think you'll get more responses and you'll just get better at making videos. Yeah. And I want to hit on really quickly, just touch on two points that you mentioned, I think are really important. One, like pay attention to the details, right? Because I think a lot of the times folks also turn on the video and they think it is that silver bullet uh, and like they're going to send a video and the first video they're going to get, uh, everyone's going to respond and buy right away, right? And I, I think that's a little unrealistic, right? Uh, very unrealistic rather. Um, think about the first voicemail you left, right? Or the first emails you sent out, the first cold calls you made, right? Were they all super successful and everyone responded? And so I think you have to also pay attention to the details here. Uh, think about what you say, how long you say it, what your first 10 seconds of the video are, right? Um, if you're using one mob, like what else is on that page to drive that call to action? There's a lot of things in here in terms of like getting it, uh, just like you would think about with an email, right? Subject line, body, how long is it? What, what am I saying, right? It, put that type of thought and care, I think, into the details of the video and you'll have much better results. 
I think sometimes, again, folks think they just turn on the camera, make a video, and it's all good and it's done. But there's always things you can tweak here, just like you tweak your voicemails, your cold calls, your LinkedIn messages. The same thing applies to video. So come with it with that level of, I think, detail and, and uh, like awareness of the different parts of that video message. And I think that will help you get, you know, a lot better results um, going forward for those that are out there. Good point. Good point. Um, all right. Well, we need to wrap this up because you and I it. have meetings to attend. We, we got work to <laughs> we do. We can talk all day. Um, yeah. Rapid fire. Let, let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, I don't have my rapid fire questions up. So if you want to just, just wanna ask me, one. then I'll. What's your, what's your, we, we covered, I think, most of them, like, you know, your first time on video and stuff. But oh, superpower. Yeah. If you could have superpower. one superpower, what would it be, Ben? Um, ah, this is the one I don't have a good answer for. Um, <laughs> I did neither come again. I don't still don't mm, think I do. But. You probably have more of a clever answer than I do. Um, I, I, my first instinct is probably like most people's first, like if, if I could fly, I could just get places faster <laughs> and it would save me time. And whenever I can save myself time, um, you know, I'm all for it. That's kind of how I started making videos. So I guess it ties all together. So I'll go Love with it. fly. I love it. I'm going to, I thought about this during a call because you mentioned it at the beginning, but um, I, I'm going to go with time travel as mine. Ooh. I would like to time travel for two reasons. One, so I could go back in the past and like really understand things that happened and see it from like a first person point of view, right? Versus like a retelling, whether it's in you know books or movies or whatever. So th I think that would be cool. And then being able to go in the future and just see trends that haven't materialized yet i could see that being helpful in a lot of ways as well so um yeah i think i would like to time travel well where would you go first i don't know maybe the future i was gonna ask future or I'm, gonna, past? I'm gonna go to the future and look at the stock market and come back and then, <laughs> and then i'll and then and then i'll use that to to uh you know bring some good to the world all right so you're not gonna pull a biff from back to the future part two no, I don't want to mess up the world. I want to do good. <laughs> I, I was going to say my power was going to be like healing, but I thought that was too cliche. Like I would want to heal people, but um, yeah. This All right, we'll realistic. take those. I, I might, yeah. I might change mine by the time we do another one of these uh, episodes. <laughs> but I like this. I think, I think maybe we do this once every ten episodes because you know I kind of feel like you know we we kind of give most of our attention to our guest and let them talk about, you know, how they can help you. But I think we do have kind of some unique insights that we should get out there to folks that are listening to this. And, you know, if you do listen to this, we, we don't get to hear from uh, listeners that often. So we would love to, to hear from you if you want to email us. I believe uh, we, we have the email VSP at mm -hmm. onemob.com. Um, always looking for people to come join us. We have a casual conversation about making videos. Um, so if you want to come join us or, or comment on, on what you want to hear about, we, we want to hear your feedback. We know we've got uh, a good number of people that are listening to this and we do appreciate that. Uh, but we want to kind of, you know, keep evolving this and, and make it better for you guys. So it's not kind of the same thing every time, although we love having our guests on and, and the insights that they bring. So any, uh, final words from you, Kyle, before we jump? I'm good. Great episode. Uh, yeah, folks, if you're out there, you want to join the podcast, you have ideas, things you want us to cover, talk about, let us know. We're happy to incorporate it in some future episodes. 
Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Hit us up VSP at onemob.com and let us know what you want to hear next or if you want to come on. And until next episode, thanks for getting us through 10 of these. Hopefully uh, we'll be back on episode 20 again for uh, the, the, I call it the home show, but I guess we're all at home now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. All right. Thanks, take care. Everyone.